Here we go, turn it up now. You know it's about that time. Got lit times, good vibes for your drive. Release the stress, feeling your best. If you're ready to party, say yes. Carrie and Tommy about to go off. Thanks for starting this Carrie and Tommy podcast. Woolworths Net Set Go is Netball's official starter program for kids aged 5 to 10. And registrations are now open. Search Net Set Go to find out more. Carrie Bickmore. And Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Welcome to it, party people. Oh, because oh, sorry, just party one party people. person. Oh, because how you doing, bruv? Just feeling very WhatsAppish. Have you been to other gigs, or is that <laughs> like how many have you been to? Like, what have you been doing each night? Just different gig, 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 gig. Just one. Hey guys, we're going to the gig, yo. <laughs> I may still have my wristband on from a gig from last a week. week ago. Yeah, yeah from a week ago. In the chili. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, the peppers are about to come on me. Oh, my God. How amazing do they look for 60? Get up to the front of the 70 or 60? 60. Either way. Seventy. No, they're old. What's the forty-five-year-old? Are you going to be outraged by me saying are they 70 or 60 when we're talking about a rock band? 70? You're not even on mic. Anyway. Yeah, I've still got my wristband on because I can't get it off. Also, it's a great conversation starter. Is it? (laughs) I'm joking. I'm not wearing it on purpose. I can't get it off. You You try to get it off. Can you you do an experiment? Can you go into our big boss's office and just like see if he mentions it? And if if it's a great conversation starter? Yeah, just sit there. I can just start a conversation with him. Yeah, you're right. Keep doing the show. More important. But does that mean you haven't showered? Because it's a fabric wristband. So you would have this floppy wet wristband. Yes, I do have a floppy wet wristband. Do you? Because it was pretty dry. No, but I showered eight hours ago. Did you? Yeah, Because that would still be wet. No. (laughs) I showered, right? I just can't believe in a week you haven't been able to find an implement. Sniff my invitation. Sniff my pits. I'll prove it to you. Where are the chili peppers on? Sniff my pits. Boys, boys, boys. All right, let's get on with the show. Actually, speaking of boys, boys, I've got an issue with boys. I heard a conversation on a tram the other day and this boy... Needs a lot of help. Okay, make it sound national. Say train. Train. There we go. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie and Tommy. Taylor Swift and Tommy Little. It's an anti-hero for your Monday afternoon. Coming up very soon, guys, Mm -hmm. your chance to win an awesome trip. There is one tiny little thing you got to do, but it's it's (sighs) It's nothing. It's a breeze. It's a breeze. You don't even do it. We do it to you. Oh, that is true. Yes. You actually have to do nothing. But you have to let us do it. Yes. So I was on a <laughs> bus slash oh, yeah. train slash tram. They're everywhere. Whatever mode of transport you get on in your city, You're starting I was to on. sound very smooth <laughs> FM now. <laughs> I had a cup of tea or maybe Ooh. it was a drink. Yeah. If you drink wine, morning. maybe I you're I think a, it was the afternoon. Having a wine. <laughs> but if you're not, that's fine too. Whatever gets you going. So I was heading into the city for dinner with some friends. Yeah. And as I sat on the tram, I liked people watch. Yeah. That's what I do when I'm on Same. the bus tram slash train. Yes. Well, sometimes I don't like to people watch. Whatever you do is what I do. <laughs> I love people you watching as well. people um, watch you on your phone? You? On public People transport? watch you do anything. No, like as in I was next door. Me, me and Jesse and Sondra are tooling around. We can do whatever we want. They don't I reckon you'd find the same thing happens for you. I was looking at the lady next to me and she was looking at me, looking at my phone. And I was like, how about you just mind your own business? You should have given her a clip around the ears. 
Anyway, but then we both got distracted because we were listening into a conversation in front Great. of us. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And did you both know you were both listening? Did you give her a, a knowing look? Well, I'll tell you when we noticed we were both listening. Okay. I, we both we noticed we were both listening when both of us went, like, this is what we did. <gasps> oh, great. At the same time. Great. Reacting right? to the story. Yep. So there was a, a guy, I reckon, he was, I reckon both of them, a guy and a girl, they were maybe 18, 19, mm-hmm. and they were canoodling and they were flirting oh. and they were having such a fun time Making on the tram slash bus slash train. Tram, tram. And <laughs> then he started playing with her belly button. Oh, my God. Yeah, like as in she was wearing a midriff. <laughs> he was kind of circling her belly button. Is that what women want? <laughs> Have I been doing canoodling wrong? <laughs> on the tram. Yeah. Just, you know, just playing with a, her belly button just on the tram. Just doing a circle motion in the and button. And then um, he goes, oh, so cute. You've got a, <laughs> you've got a bigger snail trail than me, Whoa. is what he said. Is you... that when you all went, <gasps> And then we thought that's a bit. That's the time she'll slap him and get off the tram slash oh, bus. Never seen again. Never. <laughs> then she lent in for a kiss. <laughs> I thought, women. <laughs> impossible. Honestly, oh, no, wait, possible. what? Why are you still sitting next to that man? Then, as he leans out from kissing her, he then said, "And a little moustache." Oh my gosh! Is this a? Because you he know, doubled down. But you know how um, it is a bit more in vogue now for women to have hairy armpits. Like you see mm. quite a lot of mm. um, models and singers with hairy armpits. I haven't seen that the moustache is back. No, though. I haven't seen the moustache <laughs> being back. But if you do embrace the hairier side, maybe you don't mind it being pointed out. <laughs> like maybe she's been trying to grow a stash, I mean... <laughs> and then she's like she's working oh, up for no, finally, November. Oh my god, Stephanie, you won't believe it. He finally noticed my snail trail. <laughs> oh my gosh, I if mean, he notices one other new, oh my my mustache. If, you, <laughs> if you're rocking so a snail trail, amazing. Thirteen ten sixty. If you want to like sing it from the rooftops, you've got a snail trail. Oh, as a woman, because maybe it is something that you're keen to tell the world about. But for this guy in this girl situation, <laughs> I don't feel like she was saying, hey, look at my snow And trail. so when, when... I think she, although she was wearing a midriff, so maybe she was cool. When you said that um, they had a kiss, did they just have a kiss or did he grab her by the moustache and pull her in? <laughs> Started twirling the ends. Get in here, Salvador Dali. Why? Why? I just, all of it made me cross. Do you want to... Very cross. Do you want to do overheard on public transport? Yes, I'd also, yeah. No, yep. no, no, you don't no, have to. No, no, sorry. <laughs> You'd also like to hear from women with snail trails. Is that right? <laughs> because I'm keen to know if, you're a, if you've are if you got a snail trail, do you, are you cool with it being pointed out? Yeah. If that was you in that situation on that tram, what would you have done to that boy? These are very complicating <laughs> phones, Carrie. <laughs> I just don't understand why she's with him. So which one do we And want? I was so if... tempted to go up and tell him how much better his life Hang would on. be going forward yes. if he didn't say... Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to get to our phone. So just so we're clear, but this if is the you point. were a 19 year old girl and if on you're the a, tram, if you're a girl and you're bus, listening, the right. fact that, that she sat there and listened yes, to the guy say yes, that yes, yes. and then kissed him and then let him say it again is why men keep doing it. Okay. Oh, hey, wait, okay. So is it her I'm, fault? Yeah. I still. <laughs> no, I'm saying you can kick him to the curb. Yeah. 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 Okay. Still trying to get to the phone topic though. On 13... When did you want to kick him to the curb? <laughs> yeah. On 13.1060. I don't know. Call about whatever. Whatever okay. has piqued your interest in this chat. I really am keen to speak to women with snail trails. But other than that, call about anything. What did you overhear on the show? I got a call. Anyway, give us a call for a 10-6. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. That's what she should have said to him on the tram slash train slash bus. Yeah, get him Bye, bye, bye.
Baby, yeah. bye, 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 bye. <laughs> After he played with her belly button, talking about a guy and a girl, maybe that late was, teens. That bit was nice, wasn't it? Played with her belly button. Yeah. And then he said, you've got a bigger snail trail than me. Mm-hmm. And then she lent in for a kiss because nothing gets me in the mood like a man saying, you've got a big, bigger snail trail than me. And then he said, and your moustache as well. And I just mm. thought it was all a lot for a little tram slash train slash bus ride. Yes, yes. it is a lot. because mm. And so you wanted to know on 131060. Oh, there was a lot I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd just booted him off the tram. Yes. Slash bus slash train. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, what are you calling about? Hi, how are you going? Very well. You sound fun, Vanessa. That's good, Karen. Tell me, look, look, the reason I'm calling is because I heard you talking about snail trail. Mm. Yes. And we actually call them another name nowadays. We've gone past the snail trail. Ooh. Ooh. I'll let him know. We're, call- yep. a, a we're, slug- we're calling them the hairy trails. The what? The hairy trail. That's good. It's no snail. Snails are gone, Carrie. A hairy sure, trail a hairy does not have any kind of <laughs> ring to it. Well, look, I'm a beauty therapist, mm-hmm. and I've been doing these snail hairy trails for quite some time. And you'd be surprised, Carrie, how many women actually have quite a lot of hair in that area from their belly button down. Oh, no, I, I the surprise, that yeah. bit's not surprising mm-hmm. to me, Vanessa. The bit surprising to me is that a boy would think a woman wants to discuss <laughs> hairy snail trail. <laughs> Do you think a hairy trail well, would have been better? Well, you know, it wouldn't be anything turning me. I, I, think, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think I'd like it gone. It personally, if it was my partner, um, especially if it was, a, it was a very hairy snail trail. Um, and it doesn't really look attractive to, I think, you're in a two-piece bikini for a female either. Mm, You've got a really hairy belly. Don't you Mm. think, Kerry? Well, Vanessa, I'm interested to know, um, Tommy was saying that perhaps, like, the moustache is back Mm. on a woman. Have you noticed that as a trend? Have you been getting feathering requests? I have. um, We've got quite a few women with hairy um, lip areas. And, um, yes, they can sometimes look like they've got a bit of a moustache. Mm. It I mean, is a is bit that... of a trend happening out there. Oh, that's a trend. Reason. Is it so yeah. there? Is it so hold it's on, easy to... Hold on, There's mm. a line between just that we all have hair and then rocking it as a moustache, as a trend. They're two different things, aren't they? It is, Carrie, but look, you do have a lot of females out there in all different age groups that do have quite hairy lip areas. Mm. And, you know, some of these um, women can look a little bit blokey in that Oh my God. Jesse, Jesse, I didn't even ask you to do that. And you need to tell the truth. I didn't ask you to do that. Let's see if she's still going. Give some. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she understood. But I, we to be about. fair, I was in the conversation and I didn't quite understand what you wanted. No, just saying that women have hair there is not what the phone because, topic is. Because. The lines would be full if we just called up to explain where we've got hair on our bodies. Well, then if you knew a way to get the lines full, why didn't you do it? <laughs> Vicky, <laughs> where's your hair? Vicky, Vicky, what are you calling about? Hi, I'm just calling to say how, you know, we we're going to kick a guy to the curb. Yes, for, Vicky. You know, yeah. Being, yeah. Get it fired. Uh, well, um, I was dating a guy who was 50. I was 52. And he gave me a cactus for Valentine's Day. Oh, this is a sore point. Because, because he I've, said, yeah. he said I was prickly. Oh. oh. You do sound a bit prickly. Gary <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy. That is where you're at for your Monday afternoon. It's time for this. Please welcome into the garden of our earthly delights, Carrie Fringemore and Thummy Little.
bit off the top. Look out, mother fringes, cause we're coming to town. Carry Tommy in Adelaide, clowning around. A show in the garden of unearthly delights. They're the super freaky duo, it's gonna be tight. I said F R I N G Fringe. Harry and Tommy. Four fringes. For Fringe. South Australia, perfect for those who want a little more. Visit southaustralia.com. Look out, mother fringes, fringes, fringes. The phones are now That's open. That's quite 13, scary. 131360. <laughs> yes. I go to say, dumb, quick. Yes. Um, which might be what people have to do to win because... Yes, there is a little, um, oh, look, a little something you've got to do if you want to come to Adelaide yes, Fringe. Yes, an amazing trip. You three mates could all join us for an incredible trip. We will take your calls next and we will tell you just a simple task that you've got to complete to be Because you're performing your uh, show at the comedy festival down there, Adelaide Fringe. The Fringe We're going to be doing our show live from the Gardens of Unearthly Delights. Yes. It's going to be fun. It's awesome. So thanks to South Australia. Perfect for those who want a little more, visit southaustralia.com if you would like to come along. 13 10 60 right now. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Woo! Your Monday afternoon, it is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And on 13 10 60, we're doing this. Please welcome into the Garden of Unearthly Delights, Carrie Fringemore and Tommy Little. Bit off the top. Look out, mother fringes, cause we're coming to town. Carry Tommy in Adelaide, clowning around. A show in the garden of unearthly delights. They're the super freaky duo, it's gonna be tight. I said F R I N G Fringe. Harry and Tommy. Four fringes. For Fringe. South Australia, perfect for those who want a little more. Visit southaustralia.com. Look out, mother fringes, fringes, fringes. Because you've oh, been to the Fringe. It is the best time of year to go to South Australia. Adelaide comes alive. The garden is just the most an, amazing place to party. It's an adult wonderland. It is. And if you haven't exactly. been to You'll South be performing Australia. there. I will. Along with many other comedians. Yes. So much fun stuff happens in the gardens. Food, yeah. drinks. Yeah. It's epic. Yes. And we're looking to take some beautiful people with us to have an amazing trip. One of those people is on the line now who may be a chance of going. Mm, G'day, so you Blair. get to go with your mates. Yeah. G'day, Blair. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Hey, Blair, what have they yep. um, What have they told you about what you've got to do to join us? They just said, you are going to tell me. Yeah, we are. That's true. How much do you want to go, Blair? <laughs> uh, I've, I've actually, I was born in Adelaide, so I can show you some good spots and yeah. nice places. yeah. So. That's good. He's bringing a bit of value to the table, mm, Pickers. Mm. Hey, Blair, talk us through your hair situation. What are you rocking on top? Uh, short back and sides, just because I want to hide the greys. Yes, I'm doing the same young, thing. Three young kids and yeah, so same, the greys. Same. You've got to hide the greys if you shave them. So. Yes. Um, Blair, who else would you bring with you? You get to bring three people. Uh, I'll bring my wife. Yeah. Because, yeah, she's uh, worked hard. To. Yeah, have to ring the wife. Yeah, and um, yeah, a couple of couple of mates I play AFL with. So. Oh yeah, tell oh. me, um, Blair, what's your wife's hair look like? Yeah, um, she's got the like the streaky browns and blondes in through it, and long hair. She looks at uh, longish um, shoulder, yep. bit up yeah. shoulder. Okay, because what we're going to have to do is we're going to be doing a live show there, which um, you will be invited to if you are selected, Blair. But uh, as part of that live show, um, we're going to get our four winners on stage and Carrie and I are going to cut you fringes. That's, uh, yeah, I've got a little one. You got could, a little one? 
Yeah, we could gel yeah. it down. We're also cutting you, your white. You, you, if you pick me, you can yeah. shave my hair. No, no, no. We, it's for <laughs> the fringe festival. It's not the yeah. shave festival. When is the shave festival? festival. <laughs> but the thing is, Blair, everybody that comes with you mm. has to have a fringe cut. And if you're not prepared to do that on stage, then we send you home. So is your wife prepared to get a fringe? Uh I can talk her into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a no. We have a quick chat to <laughs> Ashley. Uh, g'day, Ashley. Hi, how are you guys? Yeah, I'm so happy good. to get a fringe. So is my three-year-old. Everyone will. Oh, are you going to bring the three-year-old? <laughs> yeah, why not? If she's allowed to come, I'll bring the three-year-old. She'll probably enjoy the fringe more than everyone else. Have you so. um, been to one of Tommy's shows before, <laughs> Ashley? Never. Yeah, I wouldn't take the three-year-old. <laughs> you learned some new words. Grab the three-year-old then, but I'm happy to get the fringe. And I think, um, yeah, the other people that I'm inviting, if they can come, would get get the fringe as well. Why I not? I can't believe we were doubting people's commitment and whether they get their fringe cut. And Ashley's just like, oh, well, I'll just get rid of the child. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, where have you got to go, Ashley, if you want to come and get your fringe cut live on stage? You've got to go to au. Register online. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We'll when see. are we drawing it? soon. <laughs> Stay tuned. It's on Thanks to South now. Australia. Perfect. For those who want a little more, visit southaustralia.com. Carrie and Tommy. For your Monday afternoon, that is Ed Sheeran, Celestial. It's Carrie and Tommy. Because had you got the pub yesterday watching the big fight? Uh, that broke out between <laughs> no, no, no. people at the pub? No, no, no. I'm sure there was a few of those. Um, Actually, but- do you think the fight um, provokes the fight? As in, do people, yeah, I've been to the boxing so many times with there's fights in the crowd. Just because people get all, oh. Yeah, same way kids go out and kick the footy at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> you just start sizing up. Better outcome than the other. Well, Gary, I've been mean to say something to you for some time. Harry or Gary? Gary. I'm oh, just going to say good. You're going to pick a fight with me at the pub. No, you would destroy me. You'd be such a Absolutely. scrappy fighter. No, I'd just take my heel off and gouge your eyes out. <laughs> that's, that's what I said, a scrappy fighter. How do you think that's clean fighting? <laughs> uh, the big fight, UFC was on yesterday. Uh, Aussie, you know, you know who he is? His name's Aussie? It's very or Australian. He's an Aussie. Hey, was there an Aussie? I'm going to tell you more about the Super Bowl coming up, but was there an Aussie in the Super Bowl that did really well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, That's going to be in your Super Bowl bits coming up. Yeah. Um, Volk was fighting. Um, Now, these are two fighters. So here's here's, um, Alex Volkanovsky. Yep. He's Australian. He's out. Yes. And and Featherweight (laughs) World Champion. Yeah. And he went up a a weight division. (laughs) Now, here's the thing that I want changed. So this is how I think they should judge UFC is at the end of the fight because – Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. (laughs) I think at the end of a UFC fight, all that they should do to judge it because there's always arguments about how the fight was judged, right? In every boxing, every UFC match, unless it's a knockout, Mm -hmm. there will always be controversy around Mm -hmm. the scorecard. Now, here's what I reckon they should do. They should get photos of the two fighters (laughs) after they finish the fight and then they should bring someone in like you who hasn't seen the seen them before? Yeah, seen I can the tell fight? you who lost and who won in that. So who won? The guy whose face is completely munted lost. Guess what? He won. <laughs> Did he? Yes, he won. The guy whose ears have been chewed and put back on. <laughs> yes, he he won. <laughs> what? Yes. Wow. This is why he, th- his eye looks like I've taken to it with my heels. It does, doesn't it? Yep, he won. So he's just nothing's going to stop him. So yeah, I he's, think, he's got the real grit and determination, doesn't he? I mean, what well, to keep getting his head beaten? Yes. In. <laughs> to keep getting back he up and have much putting it choice. back up. Yes. Yes. So I either reckon that, or we should change the rules to the fight doesn't stop until there's a knockout. 
God, they could be going for it. How long is it? Yeah. How, how many times is there a knockout usually in a round? Oh, uh, in a round. In a game. In a fight. In a, in a game. In a set. <laughs> <laughs> but just broadly speaking, there's yeah. knockouts quite a lot. Right. But that was at the end of five rounds and right. then the end of the fight. And I think I agree with you. When you look at the two of them, you're like, oh, he didn't win. Yes. Pay-per-view length too. They could charge longer if it goes on and on That's and on and on. That's very true. Yeah. Yes. And people could start tuning in. This fight's been going for two days, and you're yeah. like, I've got to get oh on God, to see these yes. guys. Keep going at it. Yes. Do you have any um, rule changes? If you could change a rule in any sport, what would the it be? The offside rule. Of course. Yeah. You're, you're, you're always against it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know what it means. What is it? Yeah. I think it's in soccer. <laughs> yes. Now, the other rule is I should be able to, when I play tennis serve like that, where you throw the ball up and just slam it down, like not a proper serve, where you go all the way around and scratch your back and then down. What's throw the ball up and <laughs> slam it down? Well, you know, like I serve where I just – Put the ball up and then I just go pop. You like can that. serve however you want. You're allowed to serve underarm if you want. In the actual, like, Oz Open, are you? Yeah. Remember, Kyrgios started doing a few underarms. You underarms? can serve however you want. Yeah. Oh, I thought that, that's the only thing that's been holding me back. <laughs> <laughs> because. Oh, my God, the world's my I oyster. can't believe the Aussie Open is, is over this year already. <laughs> oh, hmm? French has got my name on it. Yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Because what surface do they play in? Um, they play there in um, the, the um, yeah. <laughs> not the grass. I'll also, I'll do, clay. Yeah, clay. Very the good. <laughs> they should have to make something for each other out of the clay. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, you win, you win a vase made from the clay on the but court. But you've got to do one serve off the vase. That's good. Like a little... Imagine you being it up commentated on. by people that didn't understand it. Yeah, are they walking on the not the grass and <laughs> do, you, do you know who was great <laughs> at boxing did. and fighting? Cassius Clay. That's oh. very true. <laughs> it's just a clay. <laughs> Jake. Yeah. But the good thing is it's topical. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. It's a fresh take. When's his day? <laughs> Jesse, have you got a rule change? Uh, I want to change that there should be more points for a dunk in basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And a four point zone? Uh, so, I think a dunk should be four points. Okay. I so hold on. So you know, if you get it in the in the circle, it's three points. What happens in the if, circle? Like, sorry, if you oh, if you the, shoot a three pointer, yes, it's three yeah. points. Yes, <laughs> it's called yes. a three pointer. Oh my god! <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Uh, what happens if you happen to get one in from the other side, at the very other end of the court? What's Th- that? Three points. See, that's got to change. Yeah, that should, that should be change to twenty. Oh my god! <laughs> Between your basketball career and your tennis career, this is really going to take off. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. That is where you're at for your Monday afternoon. Still plenty more to come, the Sabo guys. Mm. We've got an interesting guest coming up later in the show Mm. that you have an extremely personal question for. I just want to ask about my sperm donation. Yes. Mm. Without context, (laughs) seems extraordinarily um, strange. (laughs) (laughs) I sent an express. It is a question you asked our entire team a few years ago, genuinely. Well, I asked Australia. Yes, about donating your sperm. Mm. And the response was astounding. Mm. And you're going to put that response to our guest later in the show and ask her what, what you should do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up. Carrie and Tommy. Madonna Vogue for your Monday afternoon. Mm. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy I'm Little. I'm so into her attitude at the moment. Are you? I mean, I know you are because you're a big Madonna fan. You're putting lots of long pauses in sentences. I think think her prime is yet to come. She can't win. She never has been able to, and I'm really into her mood. What's her mood? Her mood is you can all go get mmm. Yeah. And however she wants to be, she'll be. And if she was ageing like a lot of people do at her age, you'd all be going, oh, my God, what's happened to Madonna? And that she's gone, no, I'll own how I age. And everyone's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so she can't win. She doesn't give a shit, and I like it. Yeah, wow. 
good saying. <laughs> With that energy, I'm not going to say otherwise. It's just, anyway. Yeah, we got time for the game or? <laughs> We're just having a rant. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm so rant. Sorry. Sorry. You are the problem. Let's do, I can't believe I'm asking this, but can we do say, say, that's Spoken. Oh, that's right. This is because last week mm. we learned that I can say, and that led to a lot of confusion. Arc <laughs> oh, yeah. which is I'll, I'll be back. back. Yeah, I'll be back backwards. Yeah. And then you said essentially, why don't you just say it forwards? <laughs> <laughs> this should be fun. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so how is this working? So I'm going to read mm. the title of a song backwards. Yes. And we got to guess. And what you guys got to guess what okay. the song is. So okay. don't need the artist; just need the title okay. of the song. All right. It better be Madonna or Eerie. <laughs> Hang on, just song. If just it was the Madonna, it'd be you gov. Is it a Vogue? No. no. Oh, no, no that's yeah. good. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Great, good. great work because, sorry, the sisterhood's not sticking with you over there. <laughs> Someone put her head in her hands and went, no, no. Oh. All right, your first one. Pets 2-1. A one-two uh, step. Tommy. Tommy. Oh, mm. Now, your second one's going to be really hard, so you're going to have to be quick on the buzzer here. Okay. Wow. Tommy? It's wow. It's a moment when I saw I've got a Did he play that at the concert the other day? No. Oh, that's your favourite song. I know. I really wanted to see it. I did keep demanding for it. I yelled out from the crowd, but I, it, wow. to be fair, he I was yelling wow, and he thought I was saying well. something backwards, yeah. and he didn't understand which word it could possibly be. Uh, two under Tommy, your third song. You. Hola. Tommy? I'm not doing very well here, am I? <laughs> Hello? Um, <laughs> what? You've got to buzz in, mate. Oh. Tommy's buzzed in. Uh, is it three? Hello? <laughs> Two. <laughs> well, no, nah, I'm not going to give you that. Okay. Oh. Hello? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Hello. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's what you said. Uh, yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello. I'm standing under my hello. 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 Two one song number four. JD, a sea dog. God, something. Tommy, God Tommy. save me. Oof. Oh. So do it again. JD. J a sea dog. D. God. A. S. God. J. What if God was one of us? What? Blah, black. What? God Surely she's getting buzzed out at some point. God spins something. Spot. God what? spins DJ. You're looking at EY do if the God action. God was a DJ. <laughs> yeah, I can just Thank you. Vickers is killing it in her comeback. <laughs> 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 the charades queen over here. Wait, DJ Spin, God, Eli, your name, my name, two words. God, DJ, Eli, good. Wow. All right, your, wow. last, your last song, Ekas Kilim. Tommy. Tommy. Um, last Mile. Oh, no. No, it's not even Say the name of the again. song. I don't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> this makes the game so slow. Between the writing Klim. down and EY doing shush. charades. It casts Klim. Klim. Milk. Milkshake. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> read it backwards, but slowly, so I can write it down. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your Monday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. It's time for Bickmore's Super Bowl. One, two, three, three. Here we go now. Oh. The biggest and best news from the Super Bowl. Of course, because who won? No, Rihanna's having a baby. <laughs> Where's the round of applause? That's sorry. Yes. She I didn't was know already she... the best bit of the Super Bowl, her halftime performance. I don't know who won. The pink team. Yep. 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 Do Kansas, you want me to fully. Sorry, I thought it was, this was your Super Bowl bit, so I thought it was what happened in the game. You, nah, nah. No one wants that. You no, want to watch okay. the game if you wanted that. Sure. Yep, and you'd know all about Spoiler it. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Oh, are we people. giving spoiler alerts to the Super Bowl? Some people would, will have been at work all day and they're waiting to watch the Oh, they them. should they have taken the day off. Fun. Well, you then, Carrie, Carrie, let's <laughs> pretend that's why Carrie has no information about the actual game. <laughs> I mean, who's the pink team anyway? Okay. You know? Sure. Um, also, actually, other pregnancy news. Blake Lively, I think, has had her baby because Ryan Reynolds posted a pic from them watching the Super Bowl and in it's her standing up no longer with a bump. Oh. Either her bumps magically disappeared or she's had her baby as well. Oh, yeah. congratulations. It always still astounds me how much the Super Bowl, the entertainment costs. Yes. I didn't realise that the performers get paid no money. Yes. Remember when um, The weekend spent, I think it was $7 million of his own money? That's, that's apparently how much it costs to put it on. <sighs> yes, between seven and nine. Although Rihanna's a billionaire, so she probably doesn't care if she gets mm. paid. She wouldn't even know th- notice that change in nah, her account. She of course not. Um, her, sorry, I'm looking at uh, Now, as we look for the next bit of... Just watching no, the game, yeah. guys. <laughs> okay, you can tell me. I made some notes here that I wanted to bring yep. um, to you, mm-hmm. and I've just got written down 31,000. What do you reckon that's about? <laughs> 31,000. Oh, maybe. I think that's for a package deal if you want to go watch oh, okay. it. Five grand a ticket or 31,000 for a package. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was going to be advertising spend for, you know how the, yes. the prices to yes. do an ad during yes. the Super Bowl? A 30 second Super Bowl ad will cost you between six and seven million. That's why I didn't do one. This yeah. Year. There was one with Ben Affleck and JLo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I missed your joke. It's too busy reading. Um, Guys, there was I'm one... playing the Adelaide Fringe <laughs> over in Australia. <laughs> one to... for Dunkin' Donuts and Ben Affleck drives. Uh, pulls up at Dunkin' Donuts, oh, yeah. and then J-Lo drives up as well, and she catches him trying to get ordered donuts. This is their ad. You look a little lost. One second, I'm trying to find the bagels. Do I look familiar? Oh. What are you doing here? Ask me if I'm Is this what you do when you say you're going to work all day? I, I got to go, guys. Grab me a glaze. Yeah, I'm glad I mean... we listened to that. <laughs> really painted the picture. This <laughs> 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 is fantastic. I still am unsure what the ad was for. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. That was said. I just um, got distracted by all the sounds of the intercom kind of. Also, we never played the Rihanna mashup originally, did we? And that's a bit I wanted to play. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we'll just play this. Get a reread. Um, I thought she was pregnant before she announced she was pregnant. You know why? You said it was a mashup, and then you didn't even get to the second <laughs> song. You don't have long enough. Yeah, because I've got a bit that I want to bring to you as well. Hold on, I'm yeah, doing why okay. I thought she was pregnant. Okay, but I've got my because bit as well. She did. She danced like a woman that wished she was at home watching the Super Bowl. Yes. She just, you know, she's so super cool. She just mm. do a little shoulder, like a little shoulder tit, like a shoulder tit. <laughs> what do you call that? What shoulder you call that? Shimmy? Shoulder tit. Nah, because that would be like that. It's just a little tit. Uh, just a shoulder tit. Are you saying tit? <laughs> Yeah, like a little tip. A shoulder tip. <laughs> like she, you know, what's it called? Tip? A shoulder, shoulder roll? <laughs> anyway, she'd give it almost nothing and yet you go, so cool. So and that's cool. all she had to do up there. She didn't dance around. She didn't do any choreography. She just did a little tip. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know you didn't tell us about your um, 
your business on the side. What business on the side? Well, because I noticed you failed to mention it here because obviously then it would be um, uh, comment, cash for comments, right? But um, I noticed one of the ads there and it was with two of your mates who have got two of, you know, your favourite hobbies, obviously smoking the hooch and smoking the reefer, both being the same hobby. <laughs> who were my mates? You put your mates, um, <laughs> Willie Nelson and, um, and Snoop Dogg <laughs> in an ad and then when I... I realised what the ad was for. I thought, that name sounds familiar. It's an ad for Bic Lighters. <laughs> and I thought, have you been in the lighters game the whole time? Pens and lighters. It's my game. Okay. Well, was... Whoa. A Bic Easy Reach Lighter. It lights hard to reach places like this fat. Yo, Willie. Well, hey, Snoop Dogg. What's up? Do you have my Bic Easy Reach Lighter? No. Yeah, yeah we've played two now. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. That is where you're at for your Monday afternoon, guys. Up next, we have a fascinating chat yes. um, with a woman who we've got so many questions for, questions mm. that often you don't know how to ask or whether you should ask. Yes. Uh, it's a new segment we're doing called... That's what I want <laughs> to know. That's what I want to know. It was your idea. <laughs> we went through a few options for names. But I'm particularly interested in our guest today because you've got a very personal question for her about you. And my sperm donation. Yes. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. You drive home this afternoon. It is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Well, our next guest sitting right across from us now is an aeronautical engineer, a writer. She discovered at the age of 21 mm. that she is donor conceived and has written a book, Triple Helix, which explores the fertility industry and her journey to discovering her family history. She's here to answer all of our questions yeah. on the topic for our new segment. I want to know. The big question is. I've always wondered. Would you like to know? I want to know. Carrie, Tommy, I've been wondering and they would like to ask, please, to tell me. Want to know. Like to know. Want to know. Some of your secrets. That's what I want to know. Carrie and Tommy's. That's what I want to know. Lauren Burns, welcome. Thank you. This is fascinating. This is a new segment where we ask all the things that we've never known quite how to ask um, and where you share with us, um, you know, particularly for this issue, the ways we should talk about the things that are insensitive to say to perhaps someone that is a donor-conceived person um, and, yeah, all, all the sorts of things. I think it's such an area that's been um, – I, I was going to say, I think we want to demystify mm-hmm. um, something that has had, you know, a lot of secrecy around it for many years. Mm-hmm. When, can you talk to us about being 21 and discovering that you were um, a donor-conceived person? Yeah, so it's just a few days after my 21st birthday and my mum sat me down and she was extremely nervous and she explained that dad wasn't my biological father and that I'd be conceived with the help of an anonymous sperm donor. What came next? Um, I, th- I think I might've just laughed like just out of like disbelief. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a big shock and just my, my whole sense of identity really shattered mm. in that moment. I had all these questions, but fundamentally it was just like, who was I? So I wouldn't know if this is the case or not, but in some cases, I'm guessing some people may have doubts about their family or think that they don't look like family members or something and have had a thought in the back of their head at some point. Is that something that happens and was that ever a thought for you or for you, you had absolutely no idea that this was even a possibility? A lot of donor-conceived people do say they had an inkling. Right. For me, consciously, I had no idea. It was a complete shock. Although um, there are like a few just little subconscious things, like I was always kind of dating men from overseas and, you know, was I subconsciously trying to avoid, you know, dating my half-brother or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. 
Of course, because so how many donor-conceived um, babies or people can a donor, like how, how many donations can a donor make? So when I was conceived back in the 80s, there was no limit. It was totally unregulated and um, actually no one knows how many were conceived because the records were never kept. Wow. So talk to us about the conversation around anonymity because I can imagine with any debate like this, there'd be different sides to it. Yeah, so did face, uh, you know, it's obviously a complex topic and, um, you know, I personally am very cognizant of um, the rights of donors to, you know, privacy and um, many donated under the, the assurances from the clinics that they would remain anonymous. Um, and for me, it was always about, you know, any relationship would have to be mutually wanted. But I thought that, and I still strongly feel that um, donor-conceived people that, you know, we, we haven't signed up to any of these contracts and we kind of, um, Absolutely. you know, that, that we, we should have the right to know where we come from. Hey, Lauren, mm-hmm. um, for yourself, uh, has the desire to meet your biological father gone away? Have you had any closure on that or would you still ideally like to find them? Um, well, I did actually find him. Oh, so, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how? How? Um, yeah, it was. It was um, so yeah, it was. It was sort of impossible. Like when my mum told me there was oh. no right, like I had no no right to seek that information. Um, and so part of it was the law reform. But actually, um, I met my mother's treating doctor, so kind of my maker, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and he at the time was the the governor of Victoria, David Decretzer. So I was super nervous. You can imagine I was oh. only 25 years old. I was still a student and I was yeah. meeting this like really powerful man and asking him because he had access to the records. He was the only one who still had access to those records that fortunately still existed just in paper form. They were very fragile. Oh, wow. um, and I, I went to see him and, and basically told him my story and asked for his help. And um, he said that he'd have to think about it. And eventually he um, he did agree. He did write that letter and that was how I was able to get in touch. And do you have a relationship? Do you refer to him as your uh, donor dad or how, what's the right way to refer to? Um, we find that language is a little bit um, inadequate because, you know, he's not he's not my dad and he's um, not my uncle. And for me personally, I call him just his name or my biological father have to refer to him. But others use other, other donor can see people might say, donor or they might say bio dad. So it kind of, it's just sort of a personal preference thing. But and do you have a relationship? So how did he feel when you contacted him? Um, I, I think he was um, kind of impressed in a way because, <laughs> you know, that I'd sort of moved this mountain and, and um, even though it wasn't possible, I'd found a way. Yeah. So, so he was actually um, open and like, I expected that either he wouldn't reply or I'd have to wait a really mm. long time, but he actually responded within days and all of a sudden, like, it was really like I was kind of nervous and excited and freaking out all at the same time and um, all this information was was coming at me because in this first letter he provided photos and a family tree and it was kind of like a jigsaw puzzle falling into place, to be honest. Now, guys, we are just going to take a quick break, but we will have more with Lauren on the other side of this. Carrie and Tommy. Pink's latest one. It's called Trustful. It's Carrie and Tommy for your Monday afternoon. Pink joining us on the show this Friday as well. But if you are just joining us right now, it's time for this. I want to know. The big question is. I've always wondered. Would you like to know? I want to know. Carrie, Tommy, I've been wondering and I would like to ask. Please to tell me. Want to know. Like to know. Want to know. Some of you see. That's what I want to know. Carrie and Tommy's. That's what I want to know. So for anyone who's just joined us, this is a brand new segment for 2023 where we speak to people with fascinating stories, whether it's a job, 
an experience or a truth to tell. And today, we've got Lauren Burns, who's an author, an aeronautical engineer, and she discovered at the age of 21 that she was donor-conceived. So this may seem insensitive, but I I wonder when you said about the shock of discovering it, it was obviously a big decision for your mum to tell you. Were there periods where you wish you hadn't been told? Or you are always glad that you now have had the chance to discover your history for yourself and your family history? And um, For me personally, I'm always grateful that my mother told me the yeah. truth. Um, that that truth is really important and it's um, it's unfolded in ways I could never have imagined, you know, like actually found that I was connected to this quite um, well-known Australian family. Um, you know, his, his dad had, um, was um, Manning Clark, who'd been a, a writer and historian of Australian history. And, um, you know, a lot of people had, had published books and done all these cool things like that. And for me, you know, I'd always loved um, writing, but, but I'd also been good at math. So I'd actually followed the path of, of engineer. But um, when I saw the, the family tree and it was like he's – had a brother who was a math teacher and he had another brother who was um, an English literature academic and a journalist. And so, yeah, it was just really good, really nice to have all that mirroring. And just weird things like like we all drove Subaru Foresters. <laughs> like, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't actually realise that that was genetic, but um, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Is that the same experience? Like you've met other donor-conceived people now. Is that across the board the general consensus that it has been good to discover or is that not always the journey for some people that it – um, creates more questions than answers. Um, I th- I think in general people um, really respect when their um, when their their parents um, can sort of find the courage to reveal the truth because yeah. it's not easy, especially when your kids might be grown up and a lot of time has passed. And like my mum didn't think that I was being able to um, get answers, so it seemed almost like cruel to. Tell, tell me, you but and, not be able to give you yeah. his, your dad and his, yeah. Yeah, and that's not the case now in Victoria. can't speak for all donor-conceived people. I think the vast majority um, prefer to know the truth and we can kind of get to a new and better reality. Um, I've learned so many things about myself and met a lot of people and formed these new relationships that are, you know, that are valuable to me. So mm. it's been a lot of positives that have come out of it. Is is there an age you think that it would be better to broach the subject? Like, did you think, oh, I wish this happened when I was younger or maybe when I'm older, I'd be better equipped with it? Um, yeah, I think that just um, if you can tell kids just ever since they're born, like the earlier the better, it just becomes yeah. like a part of, you know, the story of, um, you know, how they came to be and, you know, it's obviously age appropriate, and but just to to tell and retell as um, children get older, I think is the ideal. Mm. But there's, it's, on the other hand, I think it's never too late as well. You know, we know people have found out in their forties or fifties, or like donor conception's actually been going a lot longer than many people think. It's been practiced for like well over seventy years in, in sort of various forms. But most, but um, uh, in terms of numbers, like from the, the around the eighties is kind of when it ramped up. Lauren, I um, said on a TV show that I was thinking about donating sperm to a uh, a female friend of mine who is in a gay relationship with her partner, and the response that I got when it went to air was unlike anything that I've said on TV before. I forgot that the show was going to air, and I opened up my inbox, and I literally had about a 1,000 messages, Whoa. and the split was straight down the middle for people telling me I should and people telling me I shouldn't. Knowing everything that you know and given your life experience, should I donate sperm to my friend? Oh, tough one. Um, I can't tell you what to do. Um, you know, I think that that 
local and known donors are really like the best option because um, you have the, the greatest chance of forming a meaningful relationship. And for me, I think it's about having that connection. So if, if you are willing to be sort of open for that child and that, you know, you'd be willing to answer questions and sort of um, let them kind of drive like what, what they wanted. And if that was something you were prepared to do, then, you know, I, th- I think that that's um, sort of the, the ideal scenario rather than people that go overseas or they might mm. go and seek out anonymous donors. I think um, that that'd be my message for people is to, to try to avoid that and go for like the local and the known donors. Can I ask you one question that came up a lot in the messages, which was um, that people were saying that if both the parents happened to die, that the child would be my responsibility. Is that true? Um, it's a really complex area of law. It depends on a lot of things, like whether you go through a clinic, whether it's just sort of a private arrangement. Um, generally, no. Um, okay. uh, that um, in there's been hasn't been a lot of court cases, but I think donors are generally seen as a a person of significance to a child, but not not a parent. So I suspect that um, if they were both to die, that um, it'd probably just be a normal next of kin thing for, mm-hmm. for the child. Meanwhile, there's a whole lot of other kids, though, that will be knocking on your door. <laughs> <laughs> you are their responsibility. <laughs> Lauren, this is fascinating. Thank you uh, for joining us. Your book is called Triple Helix. Make sure you go out and grab yourself a copy, Lauren Burns. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Carrie. Now, we are going to upload a full extended podcast with Lauren Burns tonight. So if you want to hear more with Lauren, you can grab it on the listener app. Carrie and Tommy. That is where you're at for your Monday afternoon. Still plenty more to come this Savo, but it's time for this. Nothing, nothing. nothing. But nothing. All nothing. Nothing. But all. Oh, oh, now it's a come out and play. Oh, yeah. Carrie and Tommy's. Nothing but net. Woolworths Net Set Go is Netball's official starter program for kids 5 to 10. And registrations are now open. Search Net Set Go to find out more. Now, uh, we have our two teams ready to go because it is just days away from the uh, final showdown between um, Team Carry and the Killers. Sorry, no. Team Carry in brackets never played netball before. That is true. And the Killers. Now, you have mentioned that you've never played netball mm. before, um, but you keep saying that you are very coordinated, so kids shouldn't be scared about being on your side. Are you about to throw something at me? No. Why? I feel like that's coming. What do you mean? That's exactly, and by the look of your face, it's exactly what you're about quick, to do. Quick, quick, <laughs> what happened? We haven't got one. You're not making me scared of them all. What? Just, Stop throwing things at Just catch it. Oh, my God. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, my God. You can't swear on the court with the kids. There you go. <laughs> you are the worst catch. <laughs> what did you just throw at me? Just some balls. A spider, a ball, and what's this thing? Mm. That's anyway. it. I didn't want to hurt you. So I promise I'll do ball. better. You can't um, have done worse. <laughs> I got one. Yeah, check him back. No. Check one back no. to me. Wait, netball's a game of no. passing. Oh, you missed it. Oh, you missed it. Oh, you missed it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. Hit her in the head. Sorry, I got a bit competitive. No, we're not, not going to try and hit kids in the head. I'm yeah. just saying what happens. That's part of the game. Accidentally. Just don't throw things hard.
But you know what's good? This means it's accessible you know, for anyone, you, even people who can't catch. Do you know? Anyway. One of my first girlfriends, yeah. when I just started dating her, she said, hey, can you come in and fill in on our mixed netty team? And one of the first things I did was clean up her mum. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I was running back with the fly to the ball and I felt a body by me. I'm like, who's it? That's a little body. And then I went down on the ground and I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm mother. meant to be on top of your mother at this point. Whatever. We're going to find out who's on the team later in the week. It's all Thanks to Woolworths Net Set Go. It is Netball's official starter program. Kids aged five to ten and regos are now open. Search Net Set Go to find out more. Carry one more. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Follow Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Now that the podcast's over, Carrie and Tommy might hit the court to brush up on their netty skills. Oh, if only they could register for Woolworths Net Set Go. But it's for ages five to ten. It's where the future stars of our game begin their netball journey. Search Net Set Go to find out more.